Hello, hello, hello. Another quick fire recording here for you today. Not a question round this time. Just something I thought you might find of interest, but we're going to power through it just the same, quick fire style. We're talking about ways to get the most out of your workout. I mean, who was it that decided that a class was 50, 60 uh, minutes long? Um, it's it's only natural to assume that it fell into our uh, into our you know 24 hour clock schedule. A lot of people tend to make appointments that way on the hour, on the half hour, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so that's got a lot to do with it. But there is some science behind it that also suggested that energy levels, um, glucose levels, hormonal levels started to fall around the 60 minute mark. Uh, some say 90 minute, depending on the intensity of the exercise. So. Maybe there's a bit of science behind it, but for the most part, I think it just works from a scheduling perspective, okay? So if that 60 minutes, as an argument, is less than optimal, what are we going to do about it? Are we going to stay longer? Some of you can, some of you do, uh, but some of you, most of you are slaves to that scheduling uh, dilemma I was just talking about, and you've got the hour to come in and get it done, and then you're getting on with the rest of your life. So I thought... Just a few things that uh, might be of help. Uh, some of them will be simple reminders. Some of them may be things you hadn't heard before or, or just a, 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 another reminder about an idea that you've been considering, some reinforcement of something you might like to try. So um, without further ado, the first one is warming up. Okay, so maybe that's the first obvious one out of the gate. The sooner you get here, the sooner you can get to work doing extra work, the sooner you can get warm, the sooner you can work on weaknesses, practice technique, get sneaky one-on-one uh, -on -one with the coach to ask a few questions. You know, there's so much benefits. So what we want ultimately, though, is you can get in, you get on the bike or the rower or the skirg, and you get hot and sweaty. That's going to take at least three minutes, preferably five. Why not spend 10 minutes on there, um, especially if it's early and you're trying to wake up? Or if you've had the hell day from work and you just got to detox all of that stuff out of your system, all right? Get on there and just cruise for 10 minutes and just focus on breathing and thinking about nothing else. And after that, you're upstairs, you're on the crossover symmetry. You know we prioritize that. Healthy shoulders equals a healthy life. Um, so get those joints prepped. And then why don't you go to work on your hips and your knees and your ankles and your thoracic spine as well. They can always do with some love. So work through a flow, do some wrist and ankle grinds, some wall squats, um, that kind of thing. You want to be, um, you know, prepping your midline. So dead bugs, bird dogs, side planks, Captain Morgans, all the good stuff. You know? And then as we move into um, the actual workout prep in class, you're going to be able to get more out of it. Okay. Um, that, and that's, you know, so double bonus. So think of it that way. The, the, the part in class is the workout prep. The part you do before class is the warm up. Okay. Think of it that way. You're getting nice and warm and, and loosey goosey and getting your joints all lubricated. And then when you hit class, yes, sometimes it's a bit hot and sweaty. Sometimes it moves a little slower because what we're trying to do is prepare you to do the work. Um, and quite often that is lifting some heavy load or moving very fast. Okay. And, Temperature doesn't have as much to do with it, okay? Uh, nervous system activation, um, uh, muscle twitching, things like that, um, uh, ligament tension, and that's what we're doing with the workout prep, okay? But if you're nice and warm, 
before that you're gonna do even better okay and what I want you to do is give that prep full focus I know you know we're not trying to cut out chatter and make this um, super regimented but um, try to get that goss out of the way before class starts and um, really put your focus into the prep work feel the muscles feel what they're doing um, you know really focus on bracing setting your back ribs down tail tucked under shoulders active butt squeeze you know the drill get the most out of it it's not just bear crawls and plate carries and um, you know wall squats it's a chance to feel what your body's doing to start thinking how your body's going to perform these types of movement drills in class you know if it's front squat day and the wall squats feeling sticky okay that's not likely going to be a day that you're PRing that front squat okay or perhaps you can do some extra work maybe you need to do a bit more uh, wrist prep you need to do some uh, some shoulder mobility work um, or you just say to yourself you know it's, it's, it's I'm going to slow down and go tempo today because I'm a little bit too stiff um, to go as hard as I would like to all right so the workout prep is not only prepping you to work out it's also informing you of of how that workout is going to go of course you have to be listening to your body so make sure you're doing that full focus uh, next one is be involved be involved with the workout ask questions of the coach okay they're roaming around they're trying to give a little bit of love to everyone but that can't that doesn't have to stop you grabbing them and asking something specific right that you want to know about the movement about how you move ask them to watch you do a rep you know take advantage of it um, at the other end you should be recording what you're doing on Wattify even in a little notebook on your phone so that you know what to do next time okay keeping track of that data is of huge help the strength metrics are way more important than the metcons they're changing all the time so unless it's a benchmark you know you don't have to be too fussed um, but i would always get good data down on those strength metrics and um and keep learning okay so asking the coaches is one thing but you know you you can cruise the interwebs watch videos about the deadlift find a few articles to read um, if, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, there's a lot to learn. And the more you understand about movement, the, the more, I guess, the more instinctive it becomes and the more you'll get out of it. Okay, So you don't have to know as much as the coaches, but a little bit of info goes a long, long way. All right, what's the next one? Uh, accountability and consistency. We've talked about consistency a lot just recently. But um, have you got a workout buddy that is going to ask if you're not there, is going to ask around after you? It's such a good strategy. Make a date with them. Tell them, I'm going to see you at the 4.30 class on Thursday. I'm going to see you Monday night at the 6.30 p.m. class. Will you be at the Saturday class at 9 a.m.? Let's go for coffee after. So powerful. So powerful. Get more than one buddy if you need. Get yourself three buddies so they're all on your case. And, of course, be there for them as well. Hold them accountable too. But I cannot, I cannot stress how useful this one is just simply knowing that someone's waiting for you and um, and that you can also be letting someone down or that you can be responsible for motivating them to come in the first place as well okay so it goes both ways sort out that accountability buddy and your consistency will go through the roof and so will your results all right um lastly Extra stuff, right? Can you do more? So all of this stuff, we're really talking about getting the most out of the hour, 
Um, and, and that's sort of, sort of not including the um, warm-up that you did when you arrived five, ten minutes early, which we know you all intend to do. Um, after the class is finished, we've been doing a bit of extra ab work, you know, so um, phenomenal how everyone's been sticking around for that. And props to the coaches for pushing it. Um, there is the cool-down, weekly cool-down. You can always do more cool-down. This is an important thing to reiterate. We, we keep it one move just to keep it simple, let you practice it. And it's better than nothing. If you get that driveway walk and cool down stretch or movement, that's pretty cool. But you could get on a bike or a rower or a skirg and just cruise for 10, 12, 15, 20 minutes. Nice and slow. Even five. Just cruising and breathing. It's still bringing your heart rate down post-Metcon. It's turning up those parasympathetic impulses, ramping down your stress levels. I always hate to go there, but it's true. You will burn more fat at this time, post-intense exercise. All right, so there's a little bonus there. May as well go with it. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're adding on sort of bonus bonus movement, okay, which leads me to the acronym NEAT, N-E-A-T. If you remember that one, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And it's basically referring to stuff that's not considered true exercise. So... The main one is walking for people, although a lot of people consider walking exercise and it's their main form of exercise. Better than nothing, right? But we'd rather, you know how we, how we feel on this. Strength and conditioning is the best choice. On top of that, you could be doing a ton of walking. I've been making special effort this month to get close to that 10,000 steps and I've been feeling so much better for it. Um, a one-hour workout's great. If you're stuck behind a desk for the rest of the day, um, it's not going to outweigh it that much, okay? So getting in a whole lot of extra steps, um, getting out in the garden, doing whatever you can to to keep your body active on top of that will be huge, okay? So so that sort of 5 to 15-minute bike at the end of your workout, although it's sort of strictly part of your workout, it's the same style of stuff, okay? And you get the double bonus of having a cool down and just adding a little bit more to your neat um, intake for the day. Um, you could do a finisher, um, there's all sorts of things. Maybe it's just uh, you practice some pull-ups before you go home. Maybe you decide to just grab a kettlebell and do 50 swings. Um, a bunch of walking lunges. Maybe you run around the block, 400-meter run, 800-meter run, you know, just for the movement. Uh, we've got finishes in our Performance Plus programming. You can access those. There's usually some cool gymnastic skill stuff. There's some kind of engine movement. Um, they can be longer, 20 to 40 minutes, but, you know, pick, just do half of it. Um, Take the strength stuff with caution. You've just done a full workout. You're in, you know, you're in a fatigued state. I, I wouldn't recommend that you would then pick snatches to do, for example. But there might be some strength accessory you could find during the week, some single arm um, pushing and pulling, that kind of stuff. That would be a fantastic finisher if you've got time as well. So there's a lot of options. Um, and lastly, you know, just go upstairs and get on a foam roller and um, give yourself some myofascial release. Have a good stretch. Get the ROMWOD going on the TV, get someone to join you. Where's that workout, buddy? And um, talk to Toko. He is king of the post-workout cool-down. Um, I swear he's here as long as the entire next class is training. But that man is chilled. Am I right? It works. It works. All right, so coming up on 12 minutes. I hope that was of some use. Okay. Um, you don't necessarily have to do more 
working out, you can get more out of your workout though, okay? A little bit of focus, a little bit of extra prep, a little bit of extra attention, a little more accountability and consistency, and then maybe, just maybe, a little extra on the end. Have a good one, guys. Get the most out of it.